When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I, I want to do this show, but I want, it to make, I want to set it up so that everything runs like clockwork and I just show up and perform. And that's like my plan. And so, and so that's like what I'm trying to set up. So I want to just show up and I want to perform. Uh, then I'm actually doing something else on the side, which is a little bit extra, which is, so I make a lot of video games, as you know, and I have a website called High Score Wins Money. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a game for the show called Dynamo Kingdom. Okay. And so this game, this Dynamo Kingdom game, when people come to the show, they can log in and play the game. And if they win the game that night, they get a hundred dollar bar tab for the next show. And then the game is going to serve ads. So I'm going to go, I'm going to send people to the local businesses and have them buy ads in the game because it's going to be like all over the neighborhood and it'll be, and, and so it'll be, it'll be just like advertising with, with, uh, with coupons all over the neighborhood. And then, so I'll go to the neighborhood businesses and I'll be like, Hey, do you want to be on this thing for a hundred bucks? You can be on it for a month. And then I'll, I'll be able to track the numbers and know exactly how many people click on things so that I can just sell advertisements to people. And that'll also make money for the show. This is episode 108 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Barnato and Roxy Hayes. How to make money with a bar show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Arts Academy podcast. It is Dean Victor Barnato. I'm here with uh, Roxy Hayes, headmistress Roxy Hayes, right? Headmistress. I don't know why I wanted to sing it. Yeah, headmistress. Great (laughs) singing. Uh, Anyway, Roxy Hayes, uh, nice to see you again. Nice uh, to see you. I missed you. I, I like that you straightened up your bed in the background. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so I'm going to start. Uh, this podcast is about uh, entrepreneurs and who are artists. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for a while, we've just been answering questions about the entertainment industry. And we've just been saying like, hey, this podcast is about like, is, this podcast is about, uh, you know, the mechanics of the entertainment industry i wanted people to know like what happens when you go into a pitch meeting etc and we're still going to talk about that kind of stuff but i realized that what i've been doing for the past few years is really just being an artist who is also an entrepreneur and i and all artists are entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. but one thing that i think i have that is really useful is i'm an artist and i have been just i've been through an accelerator program recently uh and I've been through an accelerator program and I've just been studying as much as I can, just like the art of business uh, and entrepreneurship for the past like six or seven years. And that did land me into in the accelerator where they have people who really know business backwards and forwards. Like they have MBAs in business and they're like, they're like the head of marketing for like Pepsi and things like that. And then they've turned this off. Sorry, my phone. So the, the head of marketing for things like Pepsi and, they do, uh, you know, people from J.P. Morgan and uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and Pfizer, like who make their biggest buys and investments like they're they're advising us. And so I'm but I'm using a lot of what I've learned to uh, w- to fuel my artistic projects anyway. 
not saying uh i'm just saying that like i think i think that if we as artists can figure out how to make things make money for us even when we're at a low level like mm-hmm. you can sustain yourself okay so so i'm gonna i'm gonna start a bar show at a bar near my house okay and i'm gonna start the bar show i'm gonna make the bar show uh financially successful at the beginning mm-hmm. bear this in mind though i don't want people to think that in the past seven years i've just been killing it i've had like very hard times money-wise and I've learned a lot of hard lessons, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it has gotten me to the point where I try to, as much as I can, uh, I will uh, try and fail safe uh, project or system as much as I can because I've learned the hard way mm-hmm. and it cost me money and it wasn't fun. Um, anyway, here we go. So I'm going to start a bar show and here's what I think. So the if you want to start a bar show, if you want to start a bar show and make it immediately profitable, I think the easiest thing to do is to just make deals with people that make everybody pretty happy. And so mm-hmm. um, the first deal that I made to start a bar show is I went to the bar and I was like, hey, what day do you have the least amount of traffic? What if I filled that if I filled that traffic up and and these people came and bought a lot of drinks or whatever, would you give me like a couple of hundred dollars a week? to do that okay and the bar was like yeah we would totally do that all right so then i'm like great okay and so then um i now let's say the the number is 200 dollars. i won't say exactly what i'm doing with this bar because i don't want i don't want everybody to like i don't want everybody to know the bar's business xyz but mm-hmm. uh in respect but i will say this okay so let's, so let's say the number is 200 dollars, and then so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take 100 of those dollars Okay, and I'm going to find someone locally who's a promoter, someone who lives in the neighborhood and promotes shows and just be like, hey, I will give you $100 a week to fill up this room. That's it. It's a free show. All you have to do is fill up the room. Okay, so number two, then I will take some of the money and at bar shows, not everybody makes like a a crap load of money, but I'm going to have going to take part of the money and I'm going to and I'm going to uh, give some money to the uh to the comics and i'm gonna i'm I'm going to bring in local headliners for new york Mm -hmm. that's actually a big deal because headliners in new york are are serious like they're like some of them are some of them are like you know nationally internationally known comedians like for instance i will definitely like uh a friend of mine uh mark norman you know that comedian uh mm -mm. Okay, he's a comedian. Mark Norman is a comedian. He's also a lot of people. A lot, he's a lot, a, lot of, a lot of controversy around Mark Norman, but he lives in New York. And Mark so Norman. like if he's in New York and I would text him up and be like, hey, you want to come to the show? Then at a bar show, sometimes people will just drop in if you just give them enough money to like pay for their Uber fare when they're in New York. You know, so like gotcha. if you give them like 25, 30 bucks. So I can just say I can just say to all these comedians that I know who live in New York, I'll just be like, hey, we, you want to come to this bar show, I'll give you, you know, 30 bucks. You mm-hmm. can try out new material, whatever. And then so oh, I can actually get headliners to come to the show. But I've the, seen this dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But the plus around that, the plus around that is, I mean, and I'm, I'm just taking advantage of where mm-hmm. I am in New York. Okay. But the plus mm-hmm. about this is now I can have the, the, I can have the, uh, 
promo guy, the guy who's doing the promo, he'll be promoing a show in a neighborhood that people can walk to this show, okay, mm -hmm. with names that people are going to recognize that are national. And um, now I think that, I think that if you're not in New York, I, you can still replicate this easily. I think by uh, paying attention to who to who's traveling in your at your comedy in your comedy uh, uh, club, like at your local comedy mm -hmm. club, or who's headlining at the comedy club. I guarantee you that if a headliner, if a headliner is like around or maybe they're a day early, you know, and then they're just like farting around and you're like, hey, come to this bar show. We'll throw you like 50 bucks, you know, to just come in and mess around. I bet they would do it. And yeah, in fact, so I'm pretty sure they their would. jokes and stuff. Yep. Right. And then so, so then I have part of the money, part of the money, which is also going to like comics who are not headliners, but are funny. And they're they also get spots in the show and I pay for them too. what the reason that that's good is because uh, two things happen. One, you know, I, I can you know, I can have that a backup because sometimes headliners have to drop mm -hmm. out at the last minute. I'll have a backup there, which is going to be great. And then number two. Yeah, number so I'll have that as backup, and then number two, I'll have uh, I'll have like spots to like you know help and trade you know because people trade spots when you want to grow your show. That's just one thing that people do all the mm -hmm. time. And I'm trying to like practice for my um, album, and so I'm trying to I want to have I want to have more spots anyway. So so running a good show will help do that. Um, then okay, so now so then I also have a comic who i've made a deal with and so my deal with her is that she's going to help promoting the show and running the show and i'll be more uh just like coordinating like you know from the top so that basically what i'm trying to do is i i want to do this show but i want it to make i want to set it up so that everything runs like clockwork and i just show up and perform and that's like my plan and so and so that's like what i'm trying to set up so I want to just show up and I want to perform. Uh, then I'm actually doing something else on the side, which is a little bit extra, which is, so I make a lot of video games, as you know, and I have a website called High Score Wins Money. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a game for the show called Dynamo Kingdom, okay? And so this game, this Dynamo Kingdom game, when people come to the show, they can log in and play the game. And if they win the game that night, they get a $100 bar tab for the next show. And then the game is going to serve ads. So I'm going to go, I'm going to send people to the local businesses and have them buy ads in the game because it's going to be like all over the neighborhood and it'll be, and, and so it'll be, it'll be just like advertising with, with, uh, with coupons all over the neighborhood. And then, so I'll go to the neighborhood businesses and I'll be like, Hey, do you want to be on this thing for a hundred bucks? You can be on it for a month. And then I'll, I'll be able to track the numbers and know exactly how many people click on things so that I can just sell advertisements to people. And that'll also make money for the show. That's my plan so far. What do you think? To me? Yeah. Think, you're the only person uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else would I be talking to? I don't right know. Right here. The people that watch it later. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be weekly. Do you do you prefer weekly over like monthly? Do you think there's any like addition? I mean, of course, the money benefits, but do you which do you think is better if you're starting out? If I'm a comic starting out, would you advise me to do a monthly or a weekly show? Well, here's the thing. I think that a monthly 
the the reason that you're deciding between monthly and weekly is because mm -hmm. you are you're trying to figure out like you don't want the amount of production and promotion time that it takes that's what you're worried mm -hmm. about so in what i just described i don't have to do that like mm -hmm. i have somebody who promotes and the bar is giving me money that pays that person to promote so that's not my issue because if i'm just like so think about this if you could do a show and all you had to do was was book comics and you had help doing that too all you had to if you're doing a show all you wanted to do is book comics uh then you could yeah you could um yeah if you're doing a show and all you had to do is all you wanted to do is book comics you could just I mean, you could just have a killer show because if someone else was already making sure that the house was full with people, so you can also invite people on top of that, but anybody you invite on top is just extra. They're going to show up to a party mm -hmm. that's like already popping. So in that case, if you can, if you can design mm -hmm. a show where it's sustainable weekly, that's the thing. If it's, you want to make your show, your show sustainable. So either your show is sustainable mm -hmm. monthly or it's sustainable weekly but the key is sustainable you don't want to burn yourself out you don't want to yeah you don't want to burn yourself out you don't want to uh you don't want to do something especially where you you start off strong but then it's like really too hard to keep up but it's not mm -hmm. gonna be hard to keep up as long as as long as someone is uh you know as as long as it's a killer it's a killer show and it will be a killer show because i'm going to just have you know, excellent comics booked. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the plan. Anyway, so if you're out there and you're thinking about doing a show, what's free? Oh, what? Oh, we're freezing. Are you freezing? Can you hear me? Uh, I'm freezing. I'm about to. Yeah, no, I'm about to refresh it. You seem fine to me. Okay, we'll see what happens. You seem fine to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You you were lagging on mine, but it's definitely mine. Uh, Joey, cut this out when we're at the towel. What is it? Twelve. I'll put it in my phone. Okay. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Well, are you co-hosting this show, or are you just hanging out? What are you doing? I was waiting for you to. You were telling a story. I don't want to interrupt your story. But I'm putting the the notes for the edit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Want to hear about mine? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I want to, so I want to know. Because I want to. Because as I'm as I'm putting this whole thing together, I want to know what's. I mean, what's the best way to do it? And so, like, I want to add to my idea for how to do the show. I want to add your ideas to my ideas as well. Fusion, fusion, dance them. Yes. Um. So one of the shows I did that was like probably one of my favorite things I I did at a bar it wasn't even a comedy show. So actually, I was getting paid a hundred dollars a week to host a cards against humanity tournament. Um, and it was really good. Like the, the bar did most of the promotion. I also started to promote, um, but I was able to kind of do comedy throughout the show. Right. Um, but the best part of that for me was like, I was able to bring like consistent people in and then mm -hmm. I got those people's contact information and then I would invite them to my, my shows. So any other comedy show I was on, I was able to kind of like build this database of people that already liked me because we're in like this fun environment and we're drinking and stuff. Um, and then I was able to build that up and then get them to come to my other shows. So uh -huh. I, th I think that's important. Like just collecting data 
so that you can use it for other stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, no, no, go ahead. No, it's a, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's smart. I mean, in a way, I'm also collecting data with the game because you will get everybody's like name and email list, and build mm -hmm. an email list for the show through the game. What do you use for your email list? Well, right now I am using a combination of things. Uh, well, and and unfortunately, uh, I don't know which is the best right now. So I use Apollo. Um, I use Apollo for like email campaigns. Mm -hmm. And that's just a thing that you're going to have to get used to eventually in the future, like what an email campaign is. I use MailChimp for just like straight up email list. Uh, and then there's also a an app I use called Cladura, which is like a newer thing. But that is actually pretty good as well. What's the cheapest, MailChimp? Um, yes, so far. But I don't, I don't know what the future is going to hold because as your email list grows, then it's a different thing. Yeah, I definitely need to do it because I've just been emailing like individually. And it takes a very long time. Um, so yeah, I need to look into like an actual uh, email service. I have a question for you too, real yeah. quick. So let's say I want to host a weekly show, but the bar doesn't want to pay, but I'm just like a new comic. I just want to do a show, right? How would you suggest I do that? Would you make it an open mic? Um, how would you format the show? Wait, you just want to do a show? Yeah, I'm just a new comic. I'm not like getting really any shows. I just want to do a show. Like I want to put together my own show. I mean, if you want to put together your own show, I think that the easiest thing to do is uh, have what I call an informal open mic. Mm -hmm. Just basically a show that's basically an open mic, but you you don't have to let people on if you don't want to. What? <laughs> no, you just like say, so just, so I think that, I think that's really, I think it would be possible to do a show. I, you know, okay, I haven't done this before. But the, the main thing that you need for a show is an audience. I remember mm -hmm. at one point, at one point we were doing shows. Uh, I forgot who arranged it, but they had the smartest idea. They would just arrange free shows for like college kids. Okay. So college, like, so it was like right by a college campus and it would be a free show for them. And so it was always packed because they were always looking for something to do mm -hmm. uh, because like half of them can't drink, you know? And so, he just found a space and then like just started doing a free show. It was great for the comics because then we could come in and we would mm. have a real audience, a real excited audience to perform in front of. I think that that I've never done that, but I think that that's one of the things that I would do if I was just like trying to start from zero, which is I would just try and find an audience that was eager because mm -hmm. you don't even have to charge them. You don't even have to charge them um for the show if it's a full house because if you've just got if you've just got a a full house of people the comics are going to want to come and perform because it's mm -hmm. going to be a great show uh and then you're going to get the practice that you need in front of a real audience mm -hmm. but that That's doesn't smart. that doesn't necessarily make you money but uh you can in those cases when you have a full house of people that's when you can actually be like, hey, throw some Venmo money this way. And then you'll probably at least do on tips get... and stuff. Yeah, because I used to do um, the NYC talent show. And then we'd like be we'd pass the bucket at the end of the show. And if it was a full house, like we would get like, you know, 100 bucks, you know, 
everybody gets something. That's a good idea. Exactly. I'm trying to see the last other way I did a bar show. I think I just did it kind of similar to, similar to you. Like the bar wanted to do a show. They hit me up and they were just paying something. So I would just pay the comics and do that. I promote it way more on social media. Like that's yeah. my main means of social of promotion. I haven't done too much like printed flyers and pass them out like earlier I did, but more recently I just kind of use social media. I'll use Eventbrite. Um, we talked about this before, but like I didn't know that Eventbrite will make your stuff searchable in Google. So like if they're looking up, if people are looking up stuff to do, if you put your event in Eventbrite, it'll come up. Um, so I use Eventbrite. I haven't really used Meetup too much, but I already, I kind of have a social media audience. So I just kind of post on there and just like DM everybody. I'm real big on like personally DMing people. I think they like it. I think people like when you're like, hey, buddy, come out to this show, my friend. Uh, so yeah, I do more personal individual stuff, which takes a long time. Uh, there definitely has to be a way for me to make it faster. Yeah, I like doing... One of the one of my favorite things about doing um, about about putting together a show like this, though, is is a place to showcase my work. So like right now mm -hmm. on the Internet, it's a big deal. Like if you you know, you, if you put up if you put up um, if you put up video of yourself doing stand up with good audio, like it's very useful to you. Mm -hmm. And so to make a place where I have always a full house of people so that I can like, you know, showcase that is great. That's smart. Are you, uh, how are you lighting it? Are you just doing a ring light? Are you bringing in lights to film or are you just, um, I'm just gonna, I'm all you really need at a bar show is one spotlight because a spotlight mm -hmm. will light your face correctly. And so a spotlight will light your face correctly. And so all you need at a bar show is just the ability to, just the ability to like light their faces correctly. Sometimes mm -hmm. bars have a good enough light, but if they don't have good, good enough light, that's the one thing you need. Just a light pointed at the comedian's face. <laughs> that helps so much. How much is a spotlight? Um, there's like a lot of different prices for spotlights, but you can get them for as, as little as like, I think $30. Just like a spotlight that oh, you can yeah. point at You're someone's cheap. face. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a spotlight. You can yeah. point at someone's face. $30. Boom. Use um, your phone on a tripod. Yeah. You can put your, you can throw your phone on a tripod. And I've actually done this. I've done this already where like I plug into, you can plug into the audio of whatever place you are at and then record audio and then plug your phone in and your phone records your audio and the sound of the audience. So then you have a clean audio of your voice and then you'll have this sound of you have a clean audio of your voice and then you'll have the the audience sound, too. And it, then at that mm -hmm. point, it's really easy to just like put together a really good sounding tape. What do you use to plug into the sound thing? I use uh, I use a uh, an adapter. So like every every soundboard has like RCA an RCA out or like a phones out. And then so mm -hmm. you or or just like every single thing has like some sort of out plug and you just have to look at that plug, know what it's called and then know what kind of plug your recorder has. Because I have like a little mm -hmm. recorder that's about the size of a Snickers bar, which is right here. 
and I just take that with me and I can just plug it into something and then just hit record. And it's like, it has its own storage. And then at the end, I can a USB port, I can plug it into a computer and it's done. Oh, I got you. So you use that for you. And then you said you use your phone for the audience or you use a separate recorder for the audience too and your phone. Yes, I use a phone for the audience or a separate recorder. The It's easy to use my phone because I have... So, like, if you have a phone, even an old phone, is, which is great, if you just have an old phone with no memory, nothing on it, besides besides uh, your... You just have take an old phone, charge it up 100%, and then just stick it in the back of the room and just turn it on, and it'll record for, like, an hour or two. Are you scared and, about somebody stealing your phone? No, not in a crowded room. Mm-hmm. I'll get that question. <laughs> somebody just asked me that. They're like, when you record, do you think somebody's going to take your phone? I'm like, on the tripod? I'm like, you got to be a bold, bold person to just steal this phone while I'm up here. Yeah, not to, mention, here. not to mention your phone's pointed at you. You can see it the whole time. <laughs> you see your phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll fight you off the stage. Um, yeah. how, how much do the recorders usually run for? Um, it depends on the kind of recorder. I th- I think this one, which is a pretty nice one, um, this one I think was like, but the it's a low end nice one. So this one was like, think sixty dollars. Oh, okay. But I've had it for like eight years. (laughs) Like it's great, (laughs) and it still works. I need to cop me one. Yeah, I definitely need to record more when I go out to just even like yeah bar shows and stuff like that. Like those clips do go virus a lot of comedians getting a lot of work just because they're recording themselves consistently when they're going up not only that you do this um you do this um uh recorder and if you can't plug into the audio there you can still take a little lav microphone and stick it in here and then stick it on yourself and you still Uh have a good recording of your voice which which one usually sounds better to you Straight out the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, direct. Of course, it sounds better. But if it, but if that's not the case, you can still put this on, and you still have your voice separate from the audience, which is really useful mm-hmm. still. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting stuff in my Amazon cart as we're speaking because I definitely need some more, more stuff. <laughs> well, this so. is probably the longest episode we've ever done of the show. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is. It is. So let's. Just I like wrap this it up. format. I do. I like the format too. I think it's really, it's going to be really helpful to people. If you're out there, uh, everyone and you, yeah. Cause the show is usually like 15 to 15 to at the max 25 minutes, isn't it usually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so this yeah. is an episode. Uh, if you've got ideas about how even to make the show better, please let me know. Also follow dynamo kingdom at dynamo kingdom on, uh, Instagram. If you want to see the show. Because when Roxy is out in New York, she's definitely going to be rocking this show for real, right? I'm going in June. Yeah, I'm coming in. I already started looking at tickets and stuff. I'm planning my trips out. So it'll be sometime in June and I'm going to record. Exactly. All right. See so it ties uh, all back. It ties back. Yeah. So if you're, if you're a comedian and you're trying to do a show or if you're a musician and you're trying to do a show or whoever, uh, I hope you found a lot of this helpful and uh, or some of it. Any of it, you know, it, even a small amount. <laughs> even a what smidge. a great, <laughs> even a smidge helpful. Um, but yeah, the whole idea is we're going to dedicate the podcast to taking your art and turning it into money. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. uh, do that because that artists bread. need money to keep making stuff, right? That is relieve some of that stress. 
being broke is stressful. Let's help you <laughs> yes. take some stress out. <laughs> exactly. Being broke is stressful. Let's keep oh, it up, everybody. Stress. Bye. You can Bye. find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.